Welcome back to the podcast. I was just in such a rhythm with the podcast and my finger slipped and I hit the stop button and I didn't realize with this app that I record the podcast that when I hit stop and then I go to record again, it starts from scratch. Oh my God. That's just like really truly the theme of this year, which is like, don't get too comfortable. Um, Don't think you have it all figured out. Don't be in your perfectionist success pushy zone because uh, there's always an opportunity to just fall right back down to rock bottom or step one or whatever. (laughs) Put me in my place. Anyways, um, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here today. I tested out a new app. Yes, I did. You know, I've tested several things out on this podcast because I think it's important for me to get my little pause and a little bit of everything so I can come back and be an investigative reporter for you. So we've chatted on this podcast about the Noom app and iTrack Bites. And, you know, like I really get it. I get the grumbles and the mumbles about people just being frustrated with how expensive the Weight Watchers app is. Like, I hear you. It's a hefty monthly fee, and that adds up over the course of a year. I personally find that I am willing to pay for it because even just the app in its essence on my phone like makes me happy and makes me feel like I'm connected and I just, I get a lot of value from the app, but, um, oh man, it would be so nice to not have to spend that amount of money each month, um, truly. And to think about doing it for the rest of my life, I'm like, ugh. Um, but another thing that happened this week to me is I got a case of the nostalgias. I got really nostalgic this last week for my good old standby purple WW plan. Um, you know, when I started this last time on Weight Watchers, that's the plan that they gave me when I took the quiz way back in the day. What was that? Like almost two years ago. And uh, the purple plan worked for me. That's how I lost my 40 pounds. And I just had such great success with it. I felt so empowered. And I felt like finally, I found something that works for me that has me dialed in. Of course, like we all do, shiny new things come along. Um, the spark you know, wanes with time. And after I lost the 40 pounds, I jumped to the blue plan because I just felt like I needed something different. Only having 16 points a day just felt super restrictive for me. (laughs) Fast forward to the personal points plan and man, am I missing the days of yore. Um, But we'll get into that later. My thoughts on the personal points plan and all of that. So, you know, I want to... I appreciate following people that are consistent. I appreciate following people that I can depend on, that like keep it together, that keep it on the straight and narrow. And I can look up to them and be like, yes, they are resilient and they're consistent. And I know what I can depend on when I listen to them, when I watch them. That's comforting to me. So I've always felt a little bit weird because my personality is not that. Well, my word for the year is consistency, and that's my word because I struggle with consistency. <laughs> um, and so I'm the type of person that, like, man, when shiny new things come along or I get a bee in my bonnet and I got to get it out and I want to try something new, like, I jump on it. And so I, I know that's hard for me because I want to be, like, I just 
stick to something and it's working and share it with you. And um, I don't ever want you to feel like I'm going to share something and like, oh, here she goes again. Why can't she just stick with this? I also like to test things out so that you have options. Um, so yeah, I got super, and I do want to say, you know, we can compare a weight loss journey to so many different things. Like for example, a marriage, you know, they, people always talk about in marriage, how do you keep the spark alive? What can you do to keep the spark alive? And then there's tons of self-help books that come out, right? Like the love languages and the, this and the, that men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Although I feel like that was more of a dating book. Um, no, it wasn't. It had, it had, I read it several times. It had strategies for relationships. Anyways, you know, the same can be said, said for weight loss is it's, it's, we do need a fresh, fresh ideas and a spark. And, um, we're all, you know, I'm always going to be seeking new research and new information and new ways of looking at things because I have to keep the momentum for my journey like alive or else I'm going to get super complacent. I'm going to get super stuck in a rut and then I'm not going to want to do it anymore. Um, so when I was feeling nostalgic this past week for my dear old purple plan, um, you know, I did try iTrack Bites uh, to see if I could do it so that I could get my payment low. Um, and when there was a lot of backlash happening with Weight Watchers and Weight Watchers was kind of showing its colors as not being a very diverse and inclusive and with it company, even with Oprah as part of the helm. I mean, we were all kind of questioning, like, is Weight Watchers like with the times of being a compassionate and inclusive organization to be a part of. I dabbled in iTrack Bites, and unfortunately for me, there was no easy purple plan with iTrack Bites. Like, you had to do a bunch of workarounds. And it's hard enough for me as it is to just track my food and stick to my weight loss journey that to add a ton of workarounds to just make the purple plan work for a least amount of money was was adding a level of stress to my health journey that was actually making me want to eat more. So I track bites the interface of the app um and how advanced it was was very similar to weight watchers the community aspect the the barcode scanner had a you know was very jam packed I never felt like I'd scanned something and it wasn't there. Um it was very comparable but Purple Plan was very specific, and they just didn't offer it that well. Um, so I looked up on Google uh, apps, alternative apps for weight loss, Purple Plan, or something like that. And it led me to a Reddit thread where someone commented, I track bites, didn't work for Purple, but Ultimate Food Value Diary is what I use now. You have to pay for the premium plan, which I want to say is only $4.99 a month. So just quickly, like here's the scoop with the Ultimate Food Value Diary. When I first downloaded it, I was like, oh my God, this, I may jump ship from WW. This might have everything that I need. Um, I really loved the nutritional breakdown. So 
What's nice about it is it's a simplified app, but it is like a dinosaur. I mean, the font, the the structure. I mean, you feel like you're in a nine. No, not nineteen. 2000 and let's say 12 app, 2010 time capsule app. Like you can tell that they're not like spending a ton of money to improve the app. They're not trying to be like a Weight Watchers corporation. It's just kind of like we've got the bare bones. We know it will work for you. And that's like you get what you get and you don't throw a fit, Um, which I'm fine with as long as I can access the things I need. So I could definitely I totally was able to plug into the purple plan with the premium. Um, So that was great. Uh, I loved that they had one like kind of home screen that had all of your information. Sometimes with the WW app, I get frustrated that like I have to press this to see how many steps and my activity points. And then I got to press this over here. It's like sometimes the Weight Watchers app feels so overwhelming and there's so many doors to open that I I sometimes just want to keep it simple and like jump on and have one compact screen that just has my key facts like don't put on my home screen the like audio videos or all that other stuff like I don't want to see that if I want to watch videos I'll click into that door but on my main page when I go into the WW app I just want all my specific stats with no extraneous information this is kind of a very cathartic venting session (laughs) Um, and the food value diary does that. I mean, on one page, you have your points, you have, they do this really cool, like, um, bar graph of every day of the week and how many steps you've achieved. And they even give you a little star and they light it up. I love the fact that they have a nutritional breakdown. And actually, I hadn't even thought about this before. I've always said to you listeners, you friends, um, that wouldn't it be cool if we could have a diary on each day where we could track and then go in and say how we were feeling, what foods were triggering us. Um, like every day should have a little place where we can keep notes. And Ultimate Food Value Diary has that. But then they also have this nutritional breakdown, which I thought, oh, my God, why is Weight Watchers not doing this? We're scanning our foods anyways. And so it's a little pie chart where it breaks down how much protein, sugar, fat um, I am consuming. And I just was like, I would really benefit from that. Like, I'm a data person and I would love to see how much sugar I'm consuming a day. And I need to see it kind of visually, you know, like broken down in a pie chart, really, you know, oh, good, I'm getting protein. Oh, how many carbs am I getting? So that was really cool. But the scanner is not good. And I'm a barcode scanner gal. Like I got to just quickly scan the barcode, have it pop up, track it. That's just a real barrier for me if I can't have that ease of use. And although the Ultimate Food Value Diary has a barcode scanner, it's not efficient. Like there's so many foods that are lacking and I just don't have a ton of time to like enter everything in. Um, so here's the scoop. There are other options from Weight Watchers. I don't feel like even today I went on the Weight Watchers app and I'm like, okay, well, I'll look at the weekly like flyer and see if there's something in that that I want to talk about with my peeps. 
And I was like, meh, this is just, we're with it, people. We, all of us are probably could have a doctorate degree right now in nutrition and exercise, whether we apply what we know in our heads from all the research that we've done. That's, that's another thing. But, you know, I know a lot of you that listen into the podcast, you're smart, you're intelligent. Well, all of you are that, but you know, you've been on this journey just like me. You've read the self magazine, the health magazine, read all the books. Like, I think the thing that I struggle with the most is implementing it, but I have a lot of good baseline knowledge that I have collected because I've always wanted to lose weight. Um, and sometimes I find the Weight Watchers curriculum, um, using some teacher terminology, very blah and very low level. I'm sorry, I do. I said it. That's just how I feel. Like, which is fine. I can go to other places to get information that's going to um, you know, I have podcasts I listen to, that kind of stuff that I feel like the people are more talking on a level that inspires me and is new information that motivates me. Um, I don't really know how I got off on that tangent, but yeah, I just wanted to share that I'm, I'm still, you know, digging around for us and looking at things and always, you know, just trying to see what's out there and if there's better options and, Ultimate food value diary might be something you want to explore. Um, the, the barcode scanner isn't horrible, but I think yesterday I tried to scan five different foods and they didn't show up in their database. Um, so all of this led me to further my desire for the purple plant. <laughs> Um, you know, they say the grass isn't always greener or sometimes when you break up with someone, you have to go like play the fields, sow your wild oats to kind of see what else is out there for you to really miss what you had. And I think during this pandemic, we're all feeling that way. I don't know about you, but I'm just like, I want my old life back. And the things that I really took for granted being footloose and fancy free before the pandemic, I'm like, oh man, whenever this thing ends, I am just going to be so grateful when I can do X, Y, and Z that I didn't pay a lot of attention to before. And that's kind of how I feel right now with this personal points plan. I don't want to be a negative Nancy with you, but oh my gosh, this plan is really bumming me out. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I feel like I've tried to give it a good college try. Um, I think what really worked for me with the purple plan was honestly the fact that I didn't have to do a lot of tracking. That it was for, it was really like you got a lot of free foods. And as long as you were eating your zero point foods, you know, I wasn't, I was tracking, but a lot of stuff was zero. So it made tracking really easy. Um, and personal points, like, yeah, I like the idea of give me a point for veggies, but that's just like one more thing that I have to think about. Like, oh, I'm eating my soup and how many veggies are in this? And okay, give myself a point. Do I give myself two points? It's just like one more step and then that I have to like think about. Um, and I don't obviously have as many zero point foods. So... I'm not trying to to make us negative about personal points. I'm just telling you I'm struggling with it. Bottom line, I'm not loving it. I am 
um, not excited about it. I don't know why it's not clicking for me. It's just not clicking. I'm not in a groove with it. Um, and I've made a lot of excuses up to this point where it's like, oh, well, Sheila, it's because the holidays were stressful and you haven't given it a chance or, oh, it's because of X, Y, and Z and you're, you've been in maintenance. You're not used to tracking. Like it's not the plan. It's you. And it's like, how many times <laughs> can I say it's not that thing, but it's me when it's like, okay, well, the, maybe it is that thing. So I tried a few days ago to shift my mindset and I'm like, I can get my purple plan back on Weight Watchers in the personal points plan. I've played the fields, you know, I am now greatly missing my purple plan and am valuing it on a whole nother level. And, you know, the reason why I switched from purple to blue was because I felt too restrictive in the 16 point window that I had. And I just felt like during the day, um, the 16 points was barely getting me very far. And I just felt really like I was a caged animal. Like I need more points to play with. And then I realized, yeah, but you're not cooking anything new with these new points that you've gained. It's not like you're going wild. You kind of just like your old standbys. Um, so... And then when the personal points plan took away my weekly points, I'm like, whoa, (laughs) that's not fair. Like they cut my weekly points in half. And then so I just I really got got in a zone where I was thinking about points and how many points do I need a day? How many weekly points do I like to play with? And so everything just led me to kind of be thinking I need to take the test again. And I need to gear the personal points test to the purple plan, bottom line, plain and simple. And I need to give that a try for several weeks. And it got me all excited again and stoked. And so I went and did that. And so now I have like a lot of zero point foods, oatmeal, um, potatoes, fish, turkey, yogurt, all of the things except for corn, which I had on the purple plan. And, um, is there something else that I had on the purple plan? Anyways, I just went into the personal points quiz and I grabbed as many zero point foods as I can. And I knew that it was going to make my point value go down each week, but I was like, I don't care. (laughs) Um, I like having my standby foods that are my zero points that I can turn to and I don't have to think a lot about it. So right now I'm sitting at 18 points a week with, I want to say 30 weekly points. Um, and so that's where I'm at. I just wanted to give you an update kind of on that change and how I'm really trying to make personal points into the purple plan. (laughs) Um, And so we'll see how that goes. I feel really excited about it. Like I said, I have a lot of nostalgia and that nostalgia is activating feelings that I had when I started my journey. And I need to tap into that motivation because I'm struggling with my motivation. And since my word of the year is consistency, I was very consistent in my first year of Weight Watchers. So heading back kind of in the direction of the purple plan, um, is really good for me. And so far in the personal points 
realm in this short amount of time that we've been doing it. I feel like I've taken the, the quiz three times. The first time it kind of put me more towards blue, which is what I was previously doing for a little bit. Then I went a few, like maybe three or four weeks ago, gangbusters. And I think I dialed it all the way to green plan. Like give me as many points as I can get a day. Let's have less zero point foods and let's just like jack up my points. And that kind of fell flat. And so now I'm kind of leaning more towards give me the least amount of points with the greater amount of free foods. And um, I'm just hoping that that kind of sticks. Although it's very different from Purple Plan because I don't have a whole wheat pasta or brown rice as a zero point food, which is fine with me because that's something I've learned in my journey that I've shared very openly with you about. Pasta was a crutch for me. The Purple Plan gave me whole grain pasta as a free food. I tried to binge on that and really use that as an option and just kind of was like, I don't. I don't need this. Um, sorry, someone called me and call me and I can't, <laughs> can't right now. I'm recording a podcast and I don't want to lose everything that I've recorded. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I totally lost. Oh, pasta. So yeah, I had pasta and I just kind of, I was over it. I didn't really need it. And, and then I did brown rice and just found that I didn't like the flavor or the way it bloated my stomach and I just moved to occasional cups of white rice and have been really happy with that. So I guess the moral of the story is um, I love you <laughs> and this journey is a wild ride and consistency is hard and that searching for the spark is something that we're all going to want to do and do throughout our journey. And um, what has worked for you? Maybe get back to your grassroots, get back to your foundation and know that I'm in it with you. If you're struggling, if you love the personal points plan, will you message me and tell me what specifically you love about it? Shout out to any SJBFFs that want to post it inside of our Facebook group. I'd love to have that discussion. And maybe I'm just not seeing something or I haven't looked at it through a certain angle. And I'm very much somebody that wants a lot of different perspectives to make sure that my choices are coming from um, not just my self-will and my stubbornness. Um, but if you're someone like me that's really struggling with personal plan, personal points on Weight Watchers, um, I'm with you. The thing that I'm not struggling with is personal points has pushed me to increase my water intake or at least be aware of my water intake. And that's a huge benefit. And the more and more I hear um, nutritionists and stuff talk this year in particular, I hear a lot of people talking about the benefit of increasing water and helping with um, fullness and feeling better and more energy and just overall health. So that's been beneficial. Um, but other than that, <laughs> the personal points also pushed me to get into the digital 360 and Weight Watchers, which I really like. So that's a positive. Um, but yeah, so along those lines, you know, eggs are zero points for me. They were on purple and they are now. Um, but I've shared in last week's podcast, I don't 
want hard boiled eggs. Like hard boiled eggs were something I came on the podcast. And I was so excited about that. I had reached this point where I was like nourishment and I can pop in a hard boiled egg and, um, eat it on the road. And that's still something I might do, but I've been turning more to chomps, like those little beef jerky sticks that I think are like one point, um, Instead of an egg, because for whatever reason, in the last couple of months, when I eat a hard-boiled egg, it tastes like dirty, dirty water. I don't know what that's all about, but my taste buds are just like turning on me. And for whatever reason, they're making hard-boiled eggs just taste so unappealing. And I just can't even stomach it. So... I put a lot of thought into this and I'm like, well, eggs are such a great source of protein and um, I miss the days. I used to make scrambled eggs with veggies and that was always really fun for me. Um, but I loved the, the, the easiness of a hard boiled egg, but I'm like, okay, let's mix this up. And then I really started thinking about it and I'm like, I think I have a new plan for myself. So the new plan is this. Um, in the mornings, I may still grab my piece of cheese, which I talk about before I do my walk to just get out on the road. Or if I can walk in the afternoon, I may like push back my eating as far as I can to get to like 11 o'clock or lunchtime and then make a veggie scramble. Um, that's another benefit of the personal points plan. I'm not going to totally bash it, but it is I do believe in increasing vegetable intake to improve the fiber that keeps me full, fuller longer. I don't know why I'm like stumbling on my words there. Um, I think it's because I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a doctor. I feel like I always have to make that caveat that I could just be talking and blowing smoke. I don't know. Um, so I feel like I was stumbling because it's like this is all me just talking to a friend about stuff. It's not me as an expert being like, I know about fiber and how it impacts your body. Take what you like and leave the rest with what I say. Anyways, so I thought, what if I do a lunch? (laughs) Excuse me. I always eat the peanuts and I always like they get stuck in my throat. What if I eat a scrambled eggs and pack it with vegetables? I need to get a drink of water. Oh, my goodness. And yes, I'm drinking out of my hydro jug, which I love, my glittery pink one um, that I fill up with my filtered water. I got a Costco like water filter thing. I used to always have to have ice in my water like I couldn't not have ice. And now I've really grown accustomed to just like room temperature water. Who am I like a European goddess? Because, like, in Europe, I think they just drink tap water. They don't put ice in their water, just to explain that to you. Anyways, um, so I'm like, okay, scrambled egg, veggies, eat that for breakfast, lunch, brunch. Um, And you might be thinking, but Sheila, what about soup? All you do is talk about soup. You eat soup every single day for lunch. When are you going to eat your soup? Are you giving up soup? No. I am... Well, I had been struggling because I'd have my soup for lunch and then I always had to think about what I would have for dinner. And I am not a big meal planner, meal prepper. 
Um, I'm more of a like I might plan out the week with my post-its of meal ideas, but I don't do like hardcore meal prepping. It's just not my thing. So it was often that I would have, you know, soup and then be always like, okay, what am I going to have for dinner? On the days that Joe is working his like 48 hour shift, I'm much more like I'll just cook something quick for myself. But um, it was just becoming a struggle to be always thinking when he's off, like I try to plan the meals that we're going to eat for dinner. Anyways, I thought if I have the scrambled eggs for lunch, then either I have soup for dinner, which makes my life really easy, or I have whatever I plan for dinner. And then if I need a snack, because my soup is zero points, it's typically just like a broth, carrots, veggies, spinach. And sometimes I throw in some rotisserie chicken or ground lean turkey that's zero points. So my soup is like zero points. In fact, my soup could even earn me points on the personal points plan with as many veggies that I put in it. So and it fills me up. So why not use soup as another bulk up like snack that I could have during the day that's an option for zero points. Now, obviously, soup is not something I can easily take on the go. That's a bummer. Like a hard boiled egg is very easy to travel with and just pop in. But for the most part, I work from home. um, And, you know, it's just easier for me. I can I can put I have my soup pre-made like that's something that I do have that I do. I can just put it on the stove, heat it up and it could be a snack. So that's what I'm trying out. I've been doing it for the last several days. I actually yesterday for SJBFFs, my private um, community um, that wants to go a little bit deeper with me and my weight loss journey, I did a day of basically like what I was eating. I showed them my veggie scramble. Um, I told them all of this, so they're hearing it um, twice, but um, I showed them my dinner that I had last night. And for the most part, I feel like it's great. Um, it's kind of mixing up my whole, you know, how I'm, what I'm eating in the day and kind of turning it on its head. And I've kind of enjoyed that mix up. I was eating my Quest chips in the morning and with my breakfast scramble now, I can eat my Quest chips, protein chips as a snack after dinner or before dinner. And I don't know, I feel like I was really getting in a rut of like, eat my cheese, um, make my soup, have a Quest cookie, have a Quest chips, have this dinner. Oh, I'm having more snacks. So I'm eating like I was just eating the same things every day, but they were still adding up in a lot of points. And this switch up of what I'm eating at different times of day is really making me have to think about points again. And like, spacing things out and oh you could eat the chips later in the day and then when you're snacking that kills two birds with one stone you eat the chips in the nighttime save the points for them and your lower points if that even made sense I am just advocating for you to take a look at your patterns of eating each day which are so good to have I think it's like I want to fall back on my scrambled egg my soup. I want to have things like a salad, things that are so easy to make that I can have 
easy in the fridge to turn to. I don't mind eating the same thing every day. I actually have found that it brings a lot of comfort to me because I know the points, I'm getting nutrition from it, and it just makes my life easier. So just think about that. Like, do you eat a certain thing every single day at a certain time? What if you changed eating that to a different time or you flip-flopped it or you added something new into the rotation and pushed something else later on in the day or just um, mixing it up in the new year and trying something out? That is what I am doing and uh, I'm excited. You know, like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, how do you find the spark? Well, the spark doesn't always have to be going to get a new food that someone's raved about in a WW YouTube video. Maybe the spark is just like mixing up the time of day that you eat it or like I'm doing, bringing back the scrambled eggs. Maybe bring back something that you made at the beginning of your weight loss journey and then kind of petered out. Maybe you could be excited for it again. Um, that's, that's what I'm doing. And then the last thing that I want to talk about, this might be a little bit of a shorter podcast is I have decided that I'm going to give myself an entire year. And I might've already talked about this to get to 186. So 186 is the first stop to get to my goal weight, which I'm hoping to get to 182. I'm always like last year, it was like, I'm going to get to 182. And then I spent a whole year like beating myself up because couldn't even get to 186. I was in maintenance, couldn't stick to 186. But I was always with that voice in the back of my head, like, but get to 182. And like we talked about in last week's podcast, I am all about keep it simple, pull it way back, really analyze the goals that I'm setting. Are they doable? Can I do this? And reassess and reevaluate. And after some thinking, I have decided I'm going to rebel and revolt against the idea of like lose two pounds a week, lose five pounds a month, lose whatever a year, not putting those restrictions on myself. And I'm literally like, you have an entire year, Sheila, get to 186, and then just try to maintain 186. And that is your simple goal for 2022. And I'll always have that little voice that comes in and is like, yeah, but you could. What What if you maintain at 186 and you could get to one? And I'm like, stop. No, <laughs> not listening to you. Um, thank you for being excited. Internal dialogue. But I just my life needs simplicity. And I need to take some of the pressure off. I find sometimes when I take the pressure off, I actually am better able to rise to the occasion. So I'm just going to try this year to get to 186 and maintain that. And then I will reevaluate next year. Or maybe I will. No, no. See, that voice is coming in again. (laughs) That voice wanted to say, but what if in the summer you've maintained? No, no. I think I have a tendency to just keep pushing myself and it's never good enough. And that bully voice comes in and it's like, no, keep it simple. If you're truly in this for the long haul, I ask myself, what is the rush? In the rush comes um, not consistency. In the rush comes missing things and 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 being frazzled and frenetic and 
and having very like constrictive energy. When I am, when I am not in a rush and I've given myself enough time to wrap my head around things and loosen up, I'm more in flow. I am more in peace and serenity with myself. And so that's where I'm at is to just, you know, be with this new plan that I've switched up for the millionth time, this personal points, really give it not even a shot, like just really work it, really do it and just remind myself that purple plan worked and just suck it up and just do this. Um, having jumped to the ultimate food diary app, coming back to the Weight Watchers app, I feel like gratitude for how easy it works for me and easy to scan foods. And, you know, sometimes when you dabble in the grass is greener, I, like I said before, you just really appreciate what you've got. And that's kind of the zone that I'm in right now. So there you have it. Trying to stay consistent with the podcast. And I love you guys so much. And we're in this together. It's a bumpy Mr. Toad wild ride, this health journey that we're on. But um, it's fun because we're doing it together.